the Tigers lose 2-3 to the Boston Red Sox. The Indians find their way. The stars at night are big and bright. Deep in the heart of Texas. And take two or three. The Mud Hens continue their struggle, but get a win. But they lose three or four to the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. The players are coming. The players are coming. With the Open Championship. And a former fish re-signs with the club. And oh, I love you guys. And welcome in to this Sunday evening version of All Andy Alford right here on your home for me. That is iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening to us on the Anchor Network. Hi again, everybody. This is Andy Offer coming to you from the beautiful studios here in Toledo, Ohio, and welcoming you in to another edition of the program. Um, Got to make mention of this before we begin. On Friday, we usually do the show, tape it on Friday evening around 8 o'clock. Um, I was detained Friday evening. Um, a, be- a great evening out. Uh, I was a part of witnessing the Battle of the Bands that happened at Civic Music Theater over on Byrne Avenue here in Toledo, Ohio. And um, good venue. It used to be the old Bijou. And uh, they had a battle of the bands. Uh, a couple bands that I really liked out of that was, uh, well, one is is Erie Point. And uh, I knew the, the bass player. His name is Dan Hatfield. His band is outstanding. If you ever get a chance to go out and you're in Toledo and you're north, in the northwest Ohio area and you see these guys play, they have some... It's an eclectic taste of music. Fantastic to listen to. Definitely worth going to take a listen to and enjoy a, you know, a pop or two and enjoy listening to them. Uh, the other band I was there for was the Amelia Earharts. And uh, the lead, one of the lead guitar players, her name is Megan Leslie, she and I went to uh, high school together, and um, she's now a teacher at Toledo School for the Arts. And... By far one of the best guitar players I have ever seen in my entire life, folks. Um, she does things with the guitar I I just cannot believe. She's outstanding. And um, she, she's my friend, uh, a close confidant as well, too. And um, I, I truly was blessed to have be as one of her guests to be able to listen to her show, listen to the band. I, I didn't get a chance to see who won. It was a two-night event, so if you were at the show and you're listening to the podcast this evening, um, follow, uh, hit me up on Twitter. It's at AllAndyElford, and you can also follow the show on Twitter. It is at AllAndyElford as well, too. If you have a question, comment, concern about what you want to t- what you hear on the program, feel free to post it, post it up. So uh, welcome into the program. Let's get in, right into it with Major League Baseball and... We'll talk about the All-Star Game first. When I last left you Tuesday, the All-Star Game was getting ready to take place. And um, boy, oh boy. Wasn't a good All-Star Game, folks. The American League All-Stars outslugged the National League All-Stars in this game. Judge and Trout lighting it up early. Bergman and Segura and Springer all lighting it up for the American League. 
But the key hit was Scooter Jeanette in the ninth inning. Jeanette hitting that tying run in the ninth inning. Home run that descended to extras. Good game. It was a good game. But the American League proves yet again they can get the job done with an 8-6 win. Overall. Chris Sale, gem of a ball game. He only pitched an inning. One strikeout in the game. Uh, Scherzer, the starter for the National League, went two innings, two hits, one run. That run was earned. It was a home run by Aaron Judge. Four strikeouts in the game. Good showing for Max Scherzer in his home ballpark. Um, but a good-sized crowd in the hand. It drew uh, drew a 10-5. On the on the scale, and um, got forty three thousand in attendance. A good three hour game in the nation's capital. So then we now break from the All Star game. We technically start the second half of the season, and Detroit drew the card against the one of the best teams in the American League, in the Boston Red Sox. Now in this series with the Boston Red Sox. I, when I saw this series, I'm like, if Detroit can at least manage one game out of the situation, it'd be, it'd be perfect. You know, Detroit would have to, you know, if they get swept, I wouldn't be surprised if they got swept by the Boston Red Sox. Boston, a dominant team out of the American League East, continuing their, their ways and their winning path. But, what surprised me the most was Friday night's game against the Red Sox with David Price on the hill. Price outstanding. Shows you why Detroit got rid of him, though. I, I you know, they, they had to move him. And he just lights, every time he pitches against Detroit, he lights him up. Lights him up. The Tigers were shut out one to nothing. The Boston Red Sox on Friday. Price gets the win. He goes eleven and six with a four point one seven ERA. Boyd gets the loss. He goes to four and nine with a four point six two ERA. Kimbrell gets his thirty first save of the season. And then we turn to Saturday, and it was the Jose Iglesias show, folks. This kid, outstanding youth talent in the Tiger organization, is there. And, and David Fires was there as well, too. He got the win in the game. Outstanding performance by him. Fires, six and a third, seven hits, no runs, three walks, six strikeouts. Jose Iglesias, four RBIs in the game, two, left, two times left on base. He driven in four. He homered. And that, that shot was a line drive shot. Drove in four of the runs. The other one's Mike Camilario. He drove in a run as well, too. Uh, Johnson's the loss. Five innings pitch. Five hits. Two runs. Those runs were not earned. Five strikeouts. Thornburg gets the loss. His three runs were earned in the game. His ERA at 10.38. And then we get to today, and the Tigers lay a big old egg and lose with Chris Sale on the hill, the former Chicago White Sox pitcher. Lights up the 
the Tigers, the Murder City Kitties. By a final count today, as Sale gets the win, he goes to 11 and 4 with a 2.13 ERA. As the Tigers lose 9 to 1 in the game, Blaine Hardy gets the loss. He goes to 3 and 3 with a 3.77 ERA in the game. The Tigers now fall 42 and 59. The Red Sox improve and get their 70th win of the season. 70 wins. 70 wins for this club. It's a out hit the Tigers as the final line was nine runs on nine hits, one error for the Red Sox, one run on five hits, no errors for the Tigers. The Tigers now hit the road. They'll take on the Kansas City Royals in Kauffman Stadium. Liriano on the hill tomorrow night as he is 3-5 and five with a 4.67 ERA. Fulmeyer will start for Kansas City. He's 0-1 with a 3.45 ERA. Tuesday, we'll see Jordan Zimmerman on the hill, 4-1 with a 3.71 ERA. He'll take on Smith, who is 0-1 with a 5.98 ERA. Now let's talk about the Indians. The Indians headed into Globe Life Park after the successful All-Star game that they had, you know, and they just torched the Reds. They tortured the Rangers on Saturday, but they had to get to Friday first. And Friday was a struggle for them. Blowing it in the ninth inning and then rallying it back to get it to win it in extra innings. They won on Friday evening by a score of 9-8 to eight in that game. McAllister getting the win on that one. Ortello getting the save in that game as well too for the Indians. And then you get to Saturday and the Indians cruising and putting up 21 hits on the Texas Rangers, folks. 21. Enough, they had enough hits for their team to go out on a drink. To go out and drink, folks. 16 runs on 21 hits, no errors. Absolutely amazing. Big Sexy gets the loss for... Texas, Bartolo Colon, 5-8 with a 4.85 ERA. Carrasco, Cookie gets the win. He goes to 12-5 with a 4.03 ERA. Alonzo, two home runs, his 14th and 15th of the year. Tyler Naquin, his third of the year. Adrian Beltre homered in the game for the Texas Rangers, his fifth of the season. But six runs in the fifth, three runs in the sixth, one run in the seventh, two runs in the eighth, Four runs in the ninth alone blew them out the door. Bartolo Colon, his final line in the game, he went four and two-thirds, eight hits, five runs. Those five were earned, one walk, two strikeouts. Berman Dricks, four innings pitch, 13 runs, 11 runs, 13 hits, 11 runs. 11 of those were all earned. All 11 were earned. Three home runs hit in the his outing for the Texas Rangers. And then they get today and the and the Indians couldn't get couldn't muster the offense. They blew it all between Friday and Saturday with all the hits and runs that they got and they lose today with Gordano getting the win for the Texas Rangers and they get shut out in Globe Life Park by a final score of 5 to nothing. 
Clevenger gets getting the loss. He goes to seven to six with a three point four three ERA. Gardando the win. He goes to one four and one with a seven point one eight ERA. Looking at the line, final box score for today's game, the final line: the Indians oh, no runs, five hits, no errors. The Rangers five runs on seven hits, one error in the game for the Rangers. In the game. It was Odor and Runa all homering for the Rangers. Odor is seventh, Runa is sixth in front of a solid crowd at Globe Life Park. So the Indians take two or three from Globe Life Park. They now head back home to take on the Pittsburgh Pirates. A battle between Pittsburgh and Cleveland, folks. A th- pivotal three-game series in the city that is Believeland. As tomorrow night, it will be Corey Kluber on the hill getting his, trying to get his 13th win of the season. He is 12-5 with a 2.76 ERA. Williams will start for the Pittsburgh Pirates. He's 7-7 with a 4.63 ERA. On Tuesday, it will be the Believer himself. Yes, Bieber himself. 5-1 with a 3.53 ERA. Musgrove on the hill for the Pirates. He is 4-3 with a 4.08 ERA. 7-10 start times for those games at being at Progressive Field. Get your tickets, Indians.com. Or you can also watch it either if you're in the Pittsburgh area, if you're listening to me in the Pittsburgh area, Root Sports. And if you're in the the Northeast Ohio, in the Ohio Spectrum, Sports Time Ohio or Fox Sports Time Ohio as well. So looking at the standings going into – after this weekend's play, this is what it looks like in the divisional race. In the central, the Indians are 54 and 44. Minnesota is 44 and 53. Pathetic. Nine and a half games out of first place. Detroit is 42 and 59. 13 and a half out of first place. The Chicago White Sox are 34 and 64 at 20 games out of first place. They lost today to the Seattle Mariners. Kansas City 30 and 38, 24 games out of first place. With the win and 70 wins for the Boston Red Sox, they're at 70 and 31, a solid five games over their next team, which is the New York Yankees, who are 63 and 34 at five games out. The rest of the division is just pathetic. Baltimore, and especially Baltimore, 28 and 72, 41 and a half games out of first place. Pathetic. Absolutely pathetic. Toronto, 46 and 52, 22 and a half out. And Tampa Bay, 50-49, and 49, 19 games out. So it's showing you right there, after Boston and New York, the rest of that division is about as bad as the American League Central. The only competitive division left is the West with the Houston Astros, who I don't, I will say again, are not going to be there towards the end of the season because you got to watch out for the Seattle Mariners. Houston, 66-36, and 36, the defending champions are in first place. Seattle is 60 and 40 at five games out of first place, and you can't count out the A's. The A's are 57 and 43. They just took the Bay Series against the Athletics. They're eight games out of first place. The Angels are 50 and 50 at 500 at 15 games behind the Houston Astros. And the Texas Rangers, with their win today, are now 42 and 58 with tw- at 23 games and behind first place. First place, Houston Astros. Looking at some of the scores from today's games happening in Major League Baseball on Sunday, it looks like this. 
like I mentioned before, the Chicago White Sox losing to the Seattle Mariners eight to two. The Pittsburgh Pirates, after their series here, before their series in Cleveland, headed were in Cincinnati and they beat up on the Reds nine to two. The Cubs getting a seven two win over their rival, the St. Louis Cardinals. The Dodgers with Manny Machado. Let's talk about Manny Machado. When I left with you guys on Tuesday. I told you that Manny was going to go to New York. I knew he was going to go to New York. A lot of you thought, I, including myself, thought, you know, New York's got him wrapped up. And all of a sudden, you see the Dodgers come into play. The Dodgers. It shows you that the Dodgers are, are all in. After the performance they had last year and how close they were, they're all in. And Manny's lighting it up in Hollywood. It's Manny 2.0, folks. As the Dodgers cruise to 11-2 victory over the Brew Crew. In the doubleheader today in Philadelphia, the Padres taking game one 10-2. And then in the second game, Philadelphia getting a 5-0 win, splitting the doubleheader on Sunday. Like I may mention before, in extra innings, the Oakland Athletics were a winner 6-5 over the San Francisco Giants, Kansas City a 5-3 winner over the Minnesota Twins. Baltimore loses to Toronto 5-4 in the Battle of Miami, Battle of Florida. Tampa Bay loses wins against Miami today 6-4. The Washington Nationals are now at 500 with Scherzer getting the win today. He goes to 13-5 with a 2.43 ERA as they win 6-2 over the Atlanta Braves. The Angels putting up 14 runs on the defending champion Houston Astros as they beat up on the Astros 14-5. And Colorado loses to Arizona 6-1. So, yeah. It's interesting to see how this season is developing. You're seeing the powerhouses again happening in baseball. With the Indians, of course, in the Central. You have the battle of the coast between Boston and New York again. And then you have the race that's out in the West between between Houston, Seattle, and Oakland. Both three teams are in it. And you can't count out the Angels. But, you know, we're getting closer and closer to the trade deadline. And I'm looking forward to having Lucas and Nick on the program. Chatting it up. With them, may have a roundtable discussion and talk a little bit about what we've seen so far in this. Like technically, we're now past the first half. We're into the deep part of the second half of the season, and see what he thinks. I mean, the Phillies are only a game out of first, are only a game up in the first place at 53, 55 and forty-three. The Braves are right there at fifty-three and forty-three, of the game behind. The Cubs are fifty-eight and forty. And the Brew Crew are three and a half games back at 56 and 45. And the Dodgers now, you know, have boosted themselves. But that division in the West is there between Arizona and Colorado. In my opinion, with Manny Machado, that's going to help the Dodgers. You're going to see that the division start to take away and see that the Dodgers are going to be there. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. Plain and simple, but you, we will see. As you're listening to All Andy Offer right here on iTunes, on 
the Spotify app, Google Podcasts, wherever you're listening to us through the Anchor Network. I am your host, Andy Elfer. So we just talked a little bit about um, the uh, Major League Baseball season and so far, and I want to hear your opinion. You can follow the show at all Andy Elfer and tweet the que- tweet the question. I'm going to que- answer to the question. I'm going to ask you. What do you think? Do you think that the Tigers, you know, sell their sell the farm and not sell the farm by selling out youth talent? I think they can get rid of Castellanos and Fulmer pretty easily if they can if they want to get youth and continue this rebuild. Do you think that the Tigers are a seller for Fulmer and Castellanos? And do you do you agree with me that if the for you Indian fans? You agree that the bullpen is what the Indians need when they go out into into this the trade deadline. They need bullpen pieces. Do you agree with me or do you not agree with me? Use the hashtag AAA Live with your response and don't forget to follow me on Twitter as well. So let's talk about the Mud Hens. The Mud Hens continue their struggles and their woes as well. Losing to Scranton this past week. And being swept by the Rail Riders. Now they entertain the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs, top farm team of the Philadelphia Phillies, who are holding the best record in all of the International League and absolutely dominating, dominating the Mud Hens. Mud Hens do take game one of the series in the Bacon and Eggs series on Thursday night with a winner of 4 to 3, but today losing 5 to 3 to the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. Cargill, the home run hitter for the Iron Pigs in the game as the Mud Hens continue to struggle in their in their valiant attempts. And uh, today, like I may mention before, Waspak gets the win. He's two and five with a four point nine three ERA. Turner the loss. He goes to one and three with a four point five seven ERA. Belto gets to save his twenty fifth of the season. So now the Mud Hens will now hit the road. They'll take on the Durham Bulls in a three game series. And then they'll head into Norfolk to take on the Tides before returning home to play three against the Louisville Bats and a pivotal four-game series against the Indianapolis Indians. The Indians are only a half game out of first place behind the Toledo Mud Hens. And the Mud Hens right now, if I'm not mistaken, the Mud Hens right now are sitting at a cool, not really at a, 53 and 46 record, and the Indianapolis Indians are 52 and 46. A half game out in Columbus is 52 and 47. Only a game out of first place. And Louisville only a 10 and a half games out at 41 and 55. Durham 56 and 43 with the win. The Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs tonight go to 60 and 39. Best record in all the International League at and eight and two in their last ten. The winners of the last three, of course, against the Mud Hens. So big pivotal series against uh, Durham and Norfolk to keep pace. And Indianapolis will be coming to Fifth Third Field next weekend. At this time, it is the second, the third, the excuse me, yes, the second, the third, the fourth, and the fifth of August. So big series coming forward. So get your tickets now, 419-725-HENS or mudhens.com. So, and speaking of Toledo popular sports, 
Charlie O'Connor has re-signed with the Walleye. Now, O'Connor is one of my favorite players from this past season from the Walleye. He's a solid player, solid two-way player. He can put the puck in the back of the net, and he can also play solid defense. He can get into those grind areas. I think this was a good signing. A very, very good signing. Another signing that the Walleye have announced. We need some more, boys. We need some more. Dan's got to come out of his magic bag and tell us who else has he signed so far. You know? And um, you know, we shall see. And so we talked about the Walleye. I want to talk briefly about the NHL really quickly. Um, Panarin has given the Jackets an ultimatum. Either you come up with an uh, agreement by August or we're not going to come back to the the end of August or we're not coming to an agreement at all. And this will be his last year in the contract. What about the contract offer that you just give him a blank check, Yarmo? And in my opinion, if Panarin goes, Bob goes. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. So, we shall see. We shall see. Training camp happening one month, one month from today. The starting, starting of training camp for the Blue Jackets. And the players starting to come back in. The first weekend of September, they're going to start coming back in and start training. Getting them back into playing condition. And then they're going to start practicing on the ice. And then we're going to get those preseason games. Hockey season's right around the corner, folks. We're getting ready to turn that page here in August, to August. Which means foot, football season's right around the corner as well, too. But we'll see what happens. As you're listening to all Andy Alford. The players are coming. The players are coming. The players are coming. The players are coming. The Open Championship happening across the pond. And you had Jordan Spieth, one of my favorite players. You had Fickle, Phil Mickelson, one of my favorite players. But he was really in the hunt. And you had Tiger Woods in the hunt. Spieth and Woods were in the hunt. But it was an Italian winning the Open Championship. Morani, if that's how you pronounce it, probably pronounce it horribly, and I apologize, wins the tournament by shooting a 69, shooting 8 under par. He birdied 14 and 18 to win the Open Championship and a cool $1.9 million. Justin Rose and Rory McIlroy and Kaiser all tied for 6 under. Shifley as well, too, at 6 under as well, too. Um, McIlroy in the Open Championship this Sunday. He bogeys 2, 5, and 12. 
He birdied 9-11 and eagled 14. For Tiger Woods, he finishes in 6th place. He shot a 71 today in the Open Championship. He birdied 4-6 and 14, double bogeyed 11 and bogeyed 12. For Jordan Spieth, he finishes his round his fourth round with a 76, tied for ninth place. He bogeyed 5, 15, and 17, and double bogeyed 6. Bad outing for the for Jordan Spieth. For Phil Mickelson, he tied for 24th overall at one under par. He shot a solid 71 round in round four today. Mickelson. Birding 2, 9, 11, and 14. Bogeying 5, 8, 16, and his final hole, 18 as well. So Brooks Kepta finishing 2 over par for this tournament for the Open Championship. But an Italian runs away with the first Italian in a long time to win the Open Championship over across the pond in Great Britain. As you're listening to all Andy Alford right here. On the beautiful iTunes, as well as Spotify, Google Podcasts, and whenever you're listening to us on the Anchor Network. So we talked about the Open Championship. We briefly talked about the signing of the of Charlie O'Connor from the Walleye, as well as as the Panarin situation, as well. We'll dive more into the Panarin situation on Tuesday, and who the Jackets can still go after. As well, too. We're going to talk a little bit about that as well, too, more in depth on Tuesday's edition of All Andy Elford as well. But um, it is now time for one of my favorite portions of the show. It's time for Andy Rants. As some of you do know, that I I like going to Cedar Point. A lot of you know that I go go to Cedar Point often. I have a season pass, and. One of my favorite things to do is, you know, take people that I that in, that don't usually go as often to the park and take them and have them let them have a good day, time. Well, you know, people today are absolutely some of the rudest people I've ever met in my entire life at Cedar Point, and it's not just the it's not the employees, it's the guests. This, mor- this morning, I was in line with my friend, and I have a platinum pass, and we can get a platinum pass for friend in at a low rate. The lady in front of me uh, was trying to get tickets for her four, for her whole family, and she had uh, at a particip- at the participating McDonald's at the time, up until the end of July, they had these cups. That gets you $20 off your admission ticket. Well, she didn't read the frying print on the cup. It's per cup per ticket. So she had to have had four cups to get $20 off each ticket for her four family members. The lady goes berserk. Goes bonkers. And... She calls for the supervisor. They give her the $20 off the tickets. But the problem is is that, you know, she kept apologizing to us. And then, you know, she didn't even, she didn't even apologize to the staff. You know, and the, 
it was her mistake. It's like my mistake today as well. I was in the park. I have a coupon for a buy one, get one cotton candy. I purchase, I go up to the kiosk. I purchase two cotton candies. And I forget, you know, I purchase it out and it's like eight fifty four. And I'm thinking, okay, when I get when I scan the barcode, I'll I'll get my you know my discount off, and uh, when I go to the counter, so I scan I, so I get to the barcode and scan it, it didn't take off. So I got charged for two cotton candies. I look at my receipt and I realize it's eight dollars and twenty four cents for two cotton candies. I'm like, no, that's not that's not right. So I go back up to the counter. I said, I had the buy one, get one coupon for $8, and it charged me for two of them. And the, and the guy behind the counter says, you have to read the fine print. You just have to purchase one. And then you'll get the second one for free. But I purchased two. I bought two, but I was supposed to get one for free. And then, you know, I caught my mistake. They refunded me my money. And I do, you know, I said, again, I apologize. And, you know, it's under, he said it's understandable. You know, a lot of people don't, you know, read the fine print and stuff like that. So the goal is, for me, is to tell you, whenever you have a situation like that, make sure you read the fine print. And don't go after the, the person that, you know, screwed up screwed your problem up screwed your own problem up yell at the person inside you for screwing yourself up for the situation because after all you know we all live together in this one planet and you know we're all supposed to be nice to one another you know even if you're an absolutely rude person and mean and cold-hearted and absolutely Hateful and spiteful. There's always somebody that, you know, is worse off than you are. Even more so. So be kind to one another. Be nice. That's what Ellen says. Be kind to one another. Be nice. And especially like this time of year with it being summer and vacation season. And a lot of these employees that, you know, continuously, you know, get ridiculed and, you know, get belated by the, by the, the paying crowds, you know, relax. You know, we're all in this, like I always say, we're all in this together, the game of life. There's that for you. On Tuesday's edition, we'll talk. We'll break down Monday's games, as well as talk a little bit more in depth with the Mud Hens and the Tigers and Indians as well too. And your questions. It's going to be opening up Tuesday. It's Tuesday mailbag, so ask away your questions and get those questions by tweeting the show. It is at all Andy Alfred. It is at all Andy Alfred. We'll link it right here on the iTunes cl- and. Spotify and Google Podcast page so you can enter your questions in to me 
So we can read them on air Tuesday. Yes, Tuesday. And I might I might do a Facebook Live on Tuesday night to open it up a little bit more. But uh, that's going to wrap it up for all of y'all for this Sunday evening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. And thank you again for subscribing. And pass it along. Make sure you say, hey, I heard this guy. He's got some good opinions. Pass it around. So thank you again for the continued success that this podcast has given me. And um, stick around. It's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun ride this football season and this hockey season, as well as basketball season as well too. We'll talk about that as well too on this program. But that's gonna wrap it up for all Andy for tonight. And as always, I'm pulling for you. We're all in this together. Like I mentioned, the game of life. And to your team that you root for at home as well. And the teams that are behind me, victory is sweetest when you have tasted defeat. Have a great Sunday evening, a great week ahead, and I'll talk to you guys on Tuesday for another edition of All Andy Offer. Have a good night, everybody. The podcast you just heard was published with Anchor. Got something you want to say to the creator of this show? Send them a voice message using the Anchor app, free for iOS and Android.